and welcome to a new episode of A Fire Inside Out. We're back! Uh, I'm hey. your host, Ben Hansen, joined by Jeff Cork. Hi! And we're also joined by special guest, uh, AFI superfan, Grant Bullimer. Hello. Welcome, Grant. Thank you. Uh, Grant's an old friend. Uh, he weaseled his way in here. Cork really tried to stop him at the door and slowly wedge his way out, but his hand and boot got in there, and he's in, damn it. He's Just a lot barely. stronger than you think. <laughs> <laughs> Very persistent fellow. Cork, what are we doing here? Well, we just saw a little musical combo called Black Audio, a little two-piece band. Like, we just drove from the venue to the recording place where we are now. So you, with your own human eyes, which I can kind of see right now, mm-hmm. you have seen Davey Havoc in the flesh. I've seen him in the flesh now. What is And f- Jade. Okay, well, we'll get to Jade later. <laughs> wow, let's start the star of the show. Yeah. Where do you want to start for tonight, Cork? There's a lot of ground to cover. Oh, my God. So we get there, and you didn't print the tickets off, and you, and you told the person your name, and they said two. You said yes, because I was the other one, and then they let us in. Oh, boy. Then what happened? Then you got there's earplugs. A, there's a band playing. Yes. Night Riots. Uh, what did you think of them? They, I have to say that I have nothing but respect for them, because... They were clearly in their imaginations playing to a much larger crowd. <laughs> <laughs> like they were at one of those like Guns N' Roses, Paradise City era, like we're in Rio de Janeiro and you just, all you see are like millions of people out there. Like he was holding the mic out and like mugging and doing like a lot of Jesus Christ poses. There's a very uncomfortable moment where he looked in the back of the crowd. We were trying to stand awkwardly, minding our own P's and Q's, and he's like, hey, how's it going in the back of the room there? <laughs> and I actually just wanted to crawl inside my own mouth and disappear like a cartoon <laughs> at that point. I wanted nothing to do with it. I, I, no joke, when that happened, I hid behind you like you were a tree. <laughs> you're taller than I am. Uh, yeah. uh, so, so anyway, yeah, that was the opener. That was the opener. Then we got to the, the main show. Which took a surprising amount of time for them to set it up when at the end of the setup, what it was is a large, looks like if the president of the United States in the year like 3000 (laughs) was like a creature that had three heads and like three torsos that were fused together and it spoke to the audience in front of like a plexiglass lectern that was super wide to accommodate its wide body. Uh-huh. So it was like one of those. That yeah, had, one of those. One of those. You can imagine it. So a super wide, like angled plexiglass lectern looking thing. And then it had two Apple products that were there open. And then that was it. And a microphone for Sir, Sir David Hay. It was like an acoustic set. Minimalist. Very minimalist. Uh, the secret with, during that setup at Turf Club in Minneapolis, by the way, or St. Paul, technically. St. Paul! Uh, everybody, St. <laughs> Paul! Of, a lot of calling out to St. Paul yeah. too much. But the secret, while they were setting up, apparently, that I didn't catch, is that they were slowly, there was a giant potentiometer in the back, and they were just cranking up the bass. Oh, my as God. As it could conceivably go for this black audio show. I could feel the bass in my loins. It, it was absurd! It was, because we went out and got... Uh, some curry beforehand, and we all ate way too much. We and loaded up on, I think we're the only fans of Davy Havoc that had a stomach filled with uh, yak dumplings. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it is safe to say. I thought the, the base was going to annihilate me, and I was going to just turn into a big ball of crap with <laughs> feet. Right. not great. Anyway. Enough about your stomach. I yeah. want to know. Let's Okay, start with Jade then. Jade came out on stage first. He came out. Your first reaction seeing Jade in the flesh was... He's got that haircut again. <laughs> so it's like the big flap on one side. Yeah. And he was wearing a Joy Division shirt. 
and he's a pretty skinny dude. And he stood behind there, and I wish that they had had a camera on him to what he was doing <laughs> because it seemed like he did a lot of fist pumping and he kind of swayed side to side. I, he had a piano or a keyboard back there. Did he? Yeah. I think so. Yeah. If you, I could, I was trying to glance around. By the way, we should point out that this is a small venue. Like mm-hmm. we were 20 feet from the stage, 15 feet from the stage. Probably around that. Yeah. And still trying to, trying to squint to see what are Jade's hands doing? What's, what's going on over there? Yeah. Uh, so he was he was playing the keyboard at certain key moments. Okay. Uh, and otherwise, just kind of getting into his own groove. Every once in a while, he would sing. Every once in a while, he would do a little dance back mm-hmm. there. I saw a couple twirls, too. Yep. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, my God. I was mm-hmm. too enraptured by the next person that came out. Take it away, Jeff Cork. Oh, my God. He was wearing... I couldn't tell if it was the light, because you know how lights change colors. I couldn't... <laughs> was it like a mustard yellow suit? Is that what was going on? Or was it white with yellow lighting i i think it was smooth criminal white smooth criminal white okay i thought it was cream cream oh my god this is going to be one for the ages well his (laughs) shirt was reddish in the red spectrum can we agree on that yes because it was kind of a ketchup mustard thing at least for my eyeballs he started out wearing like i think 18 layers Mm -hmm. uh and i think it was a a strategic tease for the audience then because whenever we started to lose him in between songs he would just take off another layer or like undo a button here and yeah. there or kind of pull out uh like untuck his shirt i was frantically when i saw what was going on, i was frantically shushing the crowd to get him to take some more clothes on because you know <laughs> yeah he's a he is a uh knows how to hold the crowd he knows Very how theatrical lots of like like he's about to faint kind of thing like hand on his forehead and like drops to his knees a lot of looking up at the sky he, I think theatrical is the right word. Uh, it is great. Oh, good. Well, that's, uh, let's just get to that. Yeah. yeah. What'd you think of the show? Oh, I, I, it was like, people are dancing kind of. So I think that we kind of worked ourselves up that in a previous episode, we were talking about how scared we were of dancing. And just we just leaned that. up against the wall. And I was just like stoned still. And then he would move and my eyeballs were moving like a creepy painting just following him because that's really all there was to look at. But I, I was absolutely captivated. Everything he was doing, it was just like so hilarious and funny. Funny. And yeah, I, I think he is like vamping it up and having a good time. Yes. Yeah, you can but, tell like it's not like he's like like on a, on a like a runway like at a fashion show taking it all very seriously. I think he's having a lot of fun with it. Yeah. By the way, uh, spooky eyeball paintings is my favorite dance move i think it's very popular <laughs> these days amongst yeah. the kids yeah uh yeah grant what did you think of the show um you know i didn't really listen to a whole lot of black audio before the show <gasps> um i know it's true uh he puts on one hell of a show though it's that, just it's just yeah. like a front man he's really good yeah that's also my big takeaway is like i feel like Maybe maybe this is just personally, but I feel like there is a momentum in the AFI community. You see a lot on the AFI fan sites and stuff where we're in this phase where we all have we're kind of obliged to become black audio fans because mm-hmm. we're in the drought. And mm-hmm. it's like, well, we got to rally around something. There is news coming out about black audio material just came out. Let's rally around this and make the best of it. Mm-hmm. And then you go to the show and you realize like Davy and Jade, specifically Davies because he's at the front man, like he loves this so much oh yeah it's like let the man have his fun he's digging this so much yeah and again like there was not a huge venue so it was, we'll say that it was intimate very turf club mm-hmm. and but he was just yeah he was having such a great time with it you could tell he didn't like wasn't just going through the motions you know after sizing up the crowd because i can imagine a person in his position you could get super jaded about like 
well, I'm used to playing really huge venues as AFI. This is a bummer. You know what I mean? I, I, he seemed like absolutely thrilled by the reaction. People were really into it. The, yeah, I, well, they seemed into it. Like there's definitely a layer of people up towards the front that mm-hmm. were like singing along the lyrics and stuff. Yeah. But still like not not packed. Uh, you could have gotten to the front of the stage if you really wanted to. There was enough room. Like it wasn't like the crowd was going wild in my mind. Maybe it's because I'm used to the energy from an AFI show and it yeah. seemed a little bit watered down. But what's interesting is thinking about black audio and kind of the tone they hit and the music and the songwriting. Mm-hmm. I don't know if this makes sense, but it just it feels like it's it's scoped for the enthusiasm of an AFI show. If that makes sense to you, Grant, like if there's it just feels like they are building this music on their end as if the crowd is losing its effing mind. That's how it feels like it's constructed with the amount of drops and just the enthusiasm and theatrical nature of the performance. It kind of feels that way. Yeah. And it's not it's not like awkwardly quiet or unenthusiastic in the crowd, but I don't think it I feel guilty cuz like god if they were in a giant stadium mm-hmm. and the crowd was going nuts that is what this is built for maybe you can say that about all music but black audio specifically it just reeks of like please meet our enthusiasm mm-hmm. let's all go nuts together yeah and the crowd went like a quarter nuts that sounds fair I would say half half nuts half nuts all right i think it's a pretty conservative like place in the country too wouldn't you say yeah. Like Minnesota crowds don't typically lose their minds. Right. Yeah, they're not a big electronica I community. I don't yeah. know. I know nothing about that music, and that's yeah. the thing. Uh, there was that, that one moment where he dropped just a total shit note while he was singing, and his face, like he just cracked himself up, and he kind of like looked around like, ugh. <laughs> like, I where got- did that come up? I, maybe no that's what it was. I maybe it was a different moment, but there was a moment I think where he was trying to get somebody in the crowd to sing. It was a little bit of like a Beyonce classic moment. Oh, that was a different one. Yeah. The different oh, that was a different one. Yeah. Okay, I guess I missed the the note. Yeah, problem, it but was it, one that he had sung, and he was like, boy. "Oh, that's good." <laughs> yeah, but there's a moment where he just like tried to shove the mic in the crowd because there were people that were like singing along all yeah. the lyrics, and that was amazing to me. Like, oh, people know all the Black Audio lyrics. Right yeah, I'm glad time. there's a community for that. I was also a little surprised there too. Before the show started, Cork, if I put a gun to your head and said, give me one line from a Black Audio song, could you do it? How absurd. (laughs) (laughs) And they played your lovable How Absurd song. Which was, it was weird because it reminded me of like singing, like him singing that live was how I I would imagine like if I had that entire song committed to memory, me singing along where it's like he's doing all the different voices and everything. <laughs> so like he, it wasn't like Jade was. He may have been doing backup, you know. But I mean, like Jade, he'd be like, oh, 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 how absurd! And then he'd continue singing with the rest of the song. So it wasn't like a recorded part, right? You had to keep it going. That's actually a big takeaway too. Is just like we talked about how theatrical his performances, and it just clearly Davey loves theater. He loves acting, mm-hmm. and it comes through. I feel like he gets to express a different side of his performance and his acting ability if you mm-hmm. don't even put it that through black audio because a lot some of the songs are in first person they might feel a little bit more personal yeah and it feels like a stage show at times with the way he's acting a lot of spinning like i said his his dance moves are really fun to watch he's a he's a sexual man mm-hmm. i think the mic stand was pregnant by the end of the night <laughs> yes <laughs> he knows um, really how to rile up that crowd i don't want to fuck you. <laughs> so you he's got his his look refined i would say now I, I haven't seen AFI live for probably 10 years, maybe 12. Oh, wow. He looks like a completely different person now. Uh, in, in a good way? Yeah. Yeah, very much so, actually. It's interesting, um, like like you say that, because you look at the videos and you could see, like, 
like every incarnation of the band was a whole different deal. Like we talked about earlier, it was like the weird, like the first time I saw him, I was like, oh, he looks like Ali Sheedy from Breakfast Club. Yeah. Huh. And now you look at him and he's like, uh, he looks like, he looked like, uh, like Johnny Depp playing him. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> the last time I saw him, he had uh, foot long hair and never saw the sun. Mm-hmm. And now he's tanned with his maybe cream, maybe white suit. <laughs> With a perma five o'clock shadow. Yeah. Yeah, I want to know how he trims that beard. How does that work? I want to know everything about his facial hair maintenance. It's really a fascinating look. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you think of the crowd? The, the Not the way they're dancing or yeah. not dancing, but just the, the, the vibe. It was a weird crowd. Oh, interesting. Why do you say that? Um, Man, it was... It was a, a good crowd, but I think it was like super diverse, aside from the fact that nobody was wearing any colors. Um... <laughs> I, I would I would like to pull the couples there to see what was the impetus for them to go see the band. Was it the girl dragging the boyfriend along? Vice versa? Was it a mutual understanding? Because my inclination would be that it's like, eh, she wanted to go see this, so here we are. There, there, yeah. The girls seemed really into it. There were, yeah, there, I think with a lot of AFI shows, you're always surprised. And maybe it's wrong to be surprised, but it's just like, oh, there's more women uh, AFI fans than you expect. Mm-hmm. And I think that carries over into Black Audio. Yeah, there are a couple of strong dancers in front of us, the kind of dancers who have like their hands in the air. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a whole different style of dance. It's up there with the creepy painting. And speaking of hands, uh, let's move down a little farther and talk about arms. You saw a girl with a, an AFI sleeve. <laughs> That's a this great just in, I saw a lady <laughs> with an AFI tattoo. But yeah, I, I was like, early on, she seemed like a younger person, but she had a sleeve that was awesome. It was like black sails up top, then it kind of mm-hmm. shifted into like the All Hollows cover. Uh, it had like the Days of the Phoenix logo on the back of her arm. I was like, man, that's awesome. And so I asked her when she got it, and she got it like a year ago. Really? And so, uh, you know, I probably weirded her out by being too into this tattoo, naturally. But I was just trying to get a sense of like, it's really fascinating to think of... AFI fans obviously have their prime era mm-hmm. for AFI. And like, imagine committing that to your skin and having to be as definitive as you possibly can for like, I will go up to December Underground's mm-hmm. iconography and put that on me. But she's like, I didn't really like Crash Love, so I didn't want to include that heart oh, on this thing. Yeah. Grant, uh, the biggest Crash Love fan in the world. I yep. do like Crash Love. It's a your, great album. Your favorite album? Um, uh, AFI? <coughs> of the... Of the newer stuff, yeah. What what counts as newer stuff? December Underground on? Let's go Sing the Sorrow as the dividing line. Okay. All right, that's fair. Crash Love, Beyond Sing the Sorrow. Yeah, I think so. Interesting. Yeah, I I mean, I, I like it a lot. That was the big surprise uh, from this podcast going through that stuff again. But yeah, that little tattoo anecdote is just goes to show like, oh, it's nice to talk to AFI. Let's get AFI fans and get some boots on the ground again. Quick. I was watching while you were talking to that girl too, and it was really uh-huh. funny. Was I flailing a lot? <laughs> you look like a freaking puppet. It was pretty great. You were like, your head was like soaring all around like you were a drone trying to get a dramatic shot. <laughs> so. Uh, hey, I recorded some audio from the from the show. Oh, good. Let's hear of, it. A little bit of black audio coming from my phone. We'll see how it sounds here. I don't have high hopes. But <laughs> all right, here we go. That Not was my bad. favorite part. Yeah. Uh, here's here's another little section. You can really feel that bass. Good lord. Oh, 
blowing out the dumb iPhone. <laughs> you get the idea. Uh, I think my big takeaway was just seeing people getting it, getting into it, and a lot of singers, a lot of dancers out there just maybe wish that I either knew the lyrics of Black Audio more or that mm-hmm. the obvious example for an AFI podcast that oh, I wish this was an AFI show uh, so I could sing along and get into this. Because it's weird seeing the division between the singers and the dancers. Some people at the show just dancing. One guy in front of me did not move a muscle, mm-hmm. but I could like reach around and see the front of his head, and he was singing along to all the lyrics. Hmm. Just a totem pole singing every black audio lyric. It's really a fascinating uh, dichotomy in that crowd. But I am more excited to see AFI again now. So they have the new album, which we have not listened to. Material. How dare you? <laughs> I just say, like, I recognized every song they played. Well, th- did they not play anything from the new album? They did, yeah. There were not <laughs> as much as I expected. Grant, are you more of an expert on this field? No. I thought they were going to go full on material, though. Yeah. With all the new stuff. Yeah, but- yeah. Yeah, it was, I mean, maybe four tracks off material. Really was not much at all. I was really surprised. And a lot of the stuff was early on. So I was like, oh, I, I recognize this. This mm-hmm. sounds familiar. The one I can say for certain was the uh, Anointed song, that the single they put out from material. Right. Yeah. People seemed pretty into that. Mm-hmm. Uh, did this concert change your mind on Black Audio's music? Who are you speaking to? The Room. The Room. I just enjoy watching uh, Mr. Havoc perform. I agree. I, I don't know if I... I'd still choose to listen to AFI first. Uh, it was a fun show to watch, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a there's a sweet little moment. I guess it, it kind of ties into what I love about Davey Havoc in general is how cleanly he can divide like his theatrical performance and then just being super sweet and sincere in between songs. Mm-hmm. And there's a nice moment, too, where uh, in between songs, the crowd was like, we love you, Davey Havoc. And then he just goes, I love that guy back there, Jade Puget. <laughs> no, I, I don't want to correct you. Please, here please. Here comes. Yeah. You guys are f- great and he says thank you you know who's really fucking great this man here jade and the crowd lost his mind <laughs> yeah and then jade might have given like a little bit of a wave uh, as he walked off flipped his hair in front of his eyes i swear <laughs> at one point i saw him do i'm not completely familiar with the the locomotion dance which actually we talked about it before with somebody in the street but um he did a weird little dance that reminded me of a train by himself, <laughs> where he was like moving his arms like trigger, trigger, trigger. And I was like, "What are you doing, Jade? We can see you." Cork, I was in front of you for most of that show. What was uh, what was your tone, Grant? You were you were the caboose of our little train. Did My you tone? See, what do you mean? Did you see what Cork was up to? Was he jumping and driving at all? Mm-mm. I didn't see any jumping or driving. No, <laughs> just see any head movement whatsoever. Uh. Not that I can confirm. Well, I was just doing my creepy eye painting <laughs> thing. And but do you like going to concerts? Do you like that vibe? I love going to concerts, yeah. Just to hear the music, like you don't want to participate. It's just a very detached thing for you. No, yeah, mostly, yeah. Yeah. I'm not like a big dancer or anything like that. Right, right. I always find myself, I feel like, at concerts looking around the crowd mm-hmm. and just trying to get a read and like, I think that person's happier than I am. I think that person's happier than I am. I think I have that person beat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's that's how I spend my time at concerts. Do you think like if I pour part of this drink down that person's shirt, I will make them exactly as happy as I am right now? <laughs> we shall all be equal. We shall all be one. All right. Any other thoughts on a Black Audio concert tonight? You should uh, see if they're playing in a town near you and see them. Go go give Davey Havoc and Jade their due. Yeah. yeah you owe it to them. They're having fun. Yeah. Go have fun with them, damn it. Uh, Grant, this is your opportunity since you've listened to this episode or this uh, podcast in general. 
are there any big beefs you have with us for thoughts or views on previous albums? No. No, I had a fun time listening. Oh, you're not going to say anything controversial and stir shit up? I'm really not. God damn it, Grant. All right. Well, hey, thanks for listening, man. Hey, thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for being on this episode. And Cork? Yes, sir. Should we abandon Pop Kids? Because you will not read that. I'm, I'm going gonna, to read it. I'm going to have to clockwork orange you to get you to read that. It's been weeks and weeks of her asking you about this. Yeah, I've been very busy. Okay. But I'm going to read it, though. Would you want to do Extremist and then just putz on Pop Kids, the Davy Havoc book in the background? Yeah, sure. All right. Let's do that. So it's either going to be Pop Kids coming up next or Extremist, but we're getting to the end of this AFI train. It's true. Toot toot. Toot toot. All right. That's it for this episode. Thanks for listening. And until next time, AFI. AFI.